Hey everybody, welcome back to episode 98 of It's Not the Worst Movie Ever podcast. We're bringing you this episode on a lovely Monday. Uh, I am your host, Lee Paddock, and my co-host, Sterling Hammer. And uh, as always, when we talk about these movies, I'd like to issue a little spoiler alert. So uh, there you are. And let's go ahead and talk about the movie. And, uh, yeah, uh, we apologize for the kind of long hiatus. <laughs> but, you know, winter, Christmas was crazy. Yeah. As everyone knows, weather's been insane. Works have been insane. I have uh, a new job. Yeah, we've been a lot of lot transitions yeah. <laughs> going on on this side. Um, you know, yeah, we love uh, this podcast, but you know, we do it for fun. So sometimes life's got to take a little priority, but we're back and we're going to finish this last this little bit of this last little bit of the season and we're going to bring you a little fun special thing. We'll be talking more about 100. next week. Yeah. Um but yeah, look forward to that and then we'll bring you a strong uh fifth season next in the next few weeks, which I think that'll be really dope too. Um all right, so yeah. I'll hand it back over to Lee. Ooh. Okay. So, uh, yeah, we're coming back at you. Uh, this week, we, uh, well, not this week. We actually watched it, like, maybe, like, right before Christmas. Uh, but we watched Aliens. Mm-hmm. Uh, James Cameron's, uh, third feature film. Um, and the second James Cameron movie that uh, we've actually talked about on this podcast because we also did an episode on the original Terminator. And on the recording of this podcast, we are about to go see the new Avatar. Oh, yes. Another James Cameron movie. So, which is why I picked Aliens um, because that movie was just coming out. And we had plans uh, to see it at some point. We like to wait till crowds are died down a little bit, but... A little bit. We're seeing this movie on the day that we were recording this. Which it just worked out that way. No. <laughs> so yep. Uh we don't have an opinion on it yet. Maybe we'll uh mention it one of these days. Because um, there's other James Cameron movies that you probably haven't seen, right? I'm sure. Um I don't know all the movies like you do. Have you seen you've seen True Romance or not True Romance, True Lies. Yes. I love that movie. Uh, have you ever seen The Abyss? I don't think so. Um, the Abyss is an interesting movie. Uh, it's not a movie that I actually love, um, mainly because I think the ending kind of ruins it a little bit. But it is an interesting movie, and it uh, it's also would be a fun movie to talk about where like the making of it was is probably more interesting than the actual movie itself. Because there's a lot of crazy shit that happened during the making of that movie, um, but we'll uh, we'll talk about that some other time. Uh, and let's go ahead and talk about Aliens. Uh, Aliens is the sequel to the uh, 1979 movie Alien, mm-hmm. uh, which it's also stars. <laughs> it is kind of clever when you think about it. Because in Alien, there is only one alien. And in Aliens, there's lots of aliens. And lots and of aliens. Fast and Furious, and there's Fast and Furiouses. 
You know, in the well, first one, there's only one stupid. car, and in the second one, there's two. It's okay. There's multiple cars in the first one. If you interpret only as one, though. Sure, whatever. But there's literally one <laughs> alien in Alien, so... Which is crazy. Like, they couldn't kill one of those fuckers. They were blowing them away, and then the, the second Well, it's one. because they weren't... Well, in the first one, they weren't, like, military-trained, like, soldiers or Not anything. Not one gun. They had a flamethrower. <laughs> Why do they always got flamethrowers in I don't, these 80s movies? I don't understand what that whole what that whole thing is, but whatever, it's cool. Um, yeah, the th- like in the thing, Mac needs the flamethrower. Mac wants the what? <laughs> why do you have a th- why do we have a flamethrower? And not only why do we have a flamethrower, why do we have like five flamethrowers? Yeah, in this movie, in Aliens, or in uh, oh, in, uh, in the thing, yeah. the thing. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe, be, I don't know, if they have to clear, like, snow or something. Who knows? We never found out what happened to the ice. black guy. Could be good for clearing, that poor like, young black kid just gets killed off camera for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we already did an episode on the thing. so you Justice for the thing. For the dogs. <laughs> yes. Um, But, uh... So Aliens is the sequel to uh, Alien. Uh, the end of Alien, uh, the character of Ripley, played by Sigourney Weaver, uh, is the last survivor of the uh, the, oil, the space oil tanker called uh, the Nostromo. And the alien killed everybody, like the rest of her crew other than her. She escapes on this little escape pod thing. But the alien... Uh, ends up sneaking on board, uh, but she blows it out of the airlock. Um, and she, we find in Aliens, uh, that it is now fifty-seven years. Uh, I, I've seen the first one, but I'd never seen the second one, and I did not realize. That. Yeah, I didn't expect it to just do the time leap thing. Yeah, she was she was floating out in space for fifty-seven years. And then she's finally found by, uh, like, this salvage crew uh, that's owned by the uh, <laughs> the evil corporation uh, that dun, dun, dun. that kind of dominate. It's like it's sort of the typical eighties evil corporation. It's very like I feel like this that was mo- right when they were starting <laughs> to rise up. It almost feels like this movie could almost take place in the same universe as like RoboCop. Uh, Probably because you have in that movie the Omni Consumer Corporation, uh, which is very similar, I feel, to the comp- the company in this movie, which is Wayland Utani. Um, and the big twist, I guess, if you haven't seen Alien, I'm going to spoil spoil it for you. Sterling has seen Alien, which is why we we went immediately to the uh, sequel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. So, the big twist in the original Alien is that Alien uh, Ellen Ripley finds uh, the files on board that the ro- <laughs> that the uh, the scientist on the Nostromo was keeping, and basically they had given him like the mission statement of uh, get this creature back to us by by any means necessary. The crew is exp- and she finds out that the crew is expendable, um, and she also finds out that the science officer is a robot, 
an evil robot that tries to murder her with a porno magazine. <laughs> oh yeah, it, it's been a minute, but yeah, uh, that was crazy. And then like yeah, he gets his head knocked off, uh, and then and he's like, like spewing out like did. weird milk. <laughs> I know I, they always spill out weird milk, even in the new one. In aliens, yeah. Well, I mean, because they're the both even in Prometheus. Well, I mean, because it's I guess it's the same universe, I guess. I know, but it's just like. You guys should have retconned that one and be like, they don't spew milk. Well, I mean, he. T- that would be one of the less stupid retcons of Prometheus. Because that's kind of what that movie is. It retcons the whole backstory of <laughs> the space jockeys uh, who aren't even mentioned in Aliens or referenced, even though it's the same planet. Um, Maybe they took out all the. Because re- remember in the first movie, we'll probably talk a little bit about. Alien a lot in this re- in this uh, episode as well because you can't not yeah kind of it's important it, it technically like in her mind it just happened exactly the main characters exactly it might have been fifty seven years but it's yeah because she yeah she was just in cryogenic so she has sleep. like nightmares for like Few, the f- yeah she has like horrible PTSD. nightmares <laughs> yeah she uh, yeah she thinks like a face hugger got coming got for her and, and she hates fucking. Um, Robots, mm-hmm. with like a the robot fear. in this movie, yeah, who's actually a good guy. Yeah, but then he gets fucked. But he doesn't die in this movie. Stop being that's, functioning. <laughs> that's not until Alien Three. Although he is actually he does. Ma- well, we'll we'll maybe we'll talk about that later. But yeah, in uh, Alien, if you remember when they first get to the planet. Stop falling asleep. I'm looking at you. <laughs> you look like you're so sleepy. <laughs> That's how I look. <laughs> you like Seth Rogen. <laughs> Kinda. Uh, anyways, yeah, in the original Alien, when they land on the uh, the planet, uh, they find that weird, uh, like, kind of fossilized, like, structure. There's that little that creature that's sitting in, like, this cockpit. Yeah. If you remember, it's what they called the space jockey, and then in Prometheus, we see, we we learn that they're actually like the creators of humanity or whatever. These weird giant like blue pale blue, blue people. people, yeah, and like then they like they snap and then they decide, oh, I wanna, we want to kill humanity now. As soon as they get rediscovered, it's like what. Yeah, they immediately it's was like, so oh, ridiculous. They ripped the robot's head off, <laughs> beat the guard to death. Yeah, yeah, they or they like they beat up the old man. It's thrown to the ground, and it's so funny. He's like, oh, I've unlocked. He's like, oh. <laughs> it's like a young guy in really, really bad old man makeup too. <laughs> Prometheus is a mess. It uh, is. It's better than Alien Covenant. Yeah, that sounds terrible. Um, I remember when you told me that. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, that movie was terrible. But, uh, yeah, the space jockeys are not referenced at all in this movie. This is a James Cameron movie through and through. Um, It just has a lot of his hallmarks. Um, Strong female lead. uh, An emphasis on uh, kind of hard-edged action. Um, and a really good story. Yeah, they're blowing story. away some of those aliens. Yeah, it's so fucking cool. Uh, but that's the, what I was like, man, they're not really that hard to kill. 
they hadn't them. given up all their ammo like that one dumbass told them to do, they would have been fine. I know, right? But, I mean, you got to build tension a little bit. But, I feel... And they had a reason for why they had to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they were in a nuclear power plant. So, well, let's kind of talk about the plot a little bit. So, yeah, it's 57 years after the first one. Ellen Ripley is traumatized from her experience in the first film. Um, But... She gets an offer by this uh, kind of slimy corporate guy um, to go back to the planet uh, after they get word that uh, one of the uh, the colonies, one of their colonies at it, I guess they've been establishing on the alien planet where they discovered this thing, uh, LV-426 uh, is the name of the planet. Uh, the entire colony is is missing. And so they're sending her and a bunch of military grunts. Well, she has to basically... (laughs) The the company, of course, is an evil company, so they're actually uh, making her work off a debt that she... They think that she owes them. Yeah, because she lost the ship. She blew up the ship to save her life. Evil corporation. You know, I mean, they were like, yeah, the crew is expendable, so they were like more concerned about the alien than the entire crew of people. Um, so yeah, she has to like work. She basically like is take is gonna just like be a slave for the corporation mm-hmm. for the rest of her life. No option. Um, but she gets an offer to go down with a bunch of military grunts to. Uh, investigate what's going on. And since she kind of already has expertise in dealing with uh, the aliens, um, she's a, like a perfect candidate for it. And it's kind of sad that it's like the corporate, like the U.S. government sending military for Well, corporation. it feels like the corporations run everything now. Yeah. In this future. Yeah, the military was listening to the corporation. They were contracted by them. <laughs> um. So she uh, she's taken aboard a uh, military transport ship called the Sulaco, um, and they go down to LV426, and they have to confront the uh, the aliens. And this time They're it's talking more mad th- shit the whole time first. Yeah, oh, it's gonna be a bug hunt. Yeah, fucking Bill Paxton, the late great Bill Paxton. This ain't gonna be nothing. This is gonna be when can I get out of this chicken shit outfit? <laughs> There's so many great lines in this movie. Um and yeah, like basically they are confronted with this nightmare. Uh instead of only one alien now, there's a bunch of them. Hundreds. Uh, and one alien was hard enough to deal with. And they They're basically like are ammo. they basically are like these super intelligent like ants they just swarm on people um and they rip people apart and the you also have to watch out for the face huggers which implant a uh uh alien like baby inside of you that bursts out of your chest when it's ready to come out I know, it's horrible um the the alien is one of the greatest movie monsters of all time in my opinion just to, like just like that this this how creative it is like the whole like 
life cycle of it. It feels like it could be a real creature. And the effects... Mm. What? I mean, I agree up until the real creature part, but... The way it, like, I don't know, the way it, like, its life cycle is so detailed feels somewhat believable. Maybe not real, but believable. You know, that it starts off in these weird eggs. I mean, uh, this movie sort of retcons the, uh, the first one where it introduces the alien queen. Um, but I don't think it's that bad of a retcon. I think it actually kind of makes more sense to have something laying these eggs because, mm, yeah. like, in the first one... Where are the eggs coming from? Yeah, like, what births these creatures exactly? Air. Um, there is, like, this weird mist that surrounds the eggs in the first one when they first enter the the chamber or whatever. Um, maybe, or, I don't know, I guess it's also implied that the... Well, it's not implied. <laughs> in Alien Covenant, they reveal that it was the evil android from the first one who created the alien. <laughs> and then it, at the end of the that movie... The alien is literally just running around corridors doing exactly what it was doing in the first one, except way worse. There's a terrible 80s slasher movie type scene where two people are like taking a shower, fucking each other, and then the alien. It's like, what is, what is this movie? What happened? Like, they were talking about like poetry and physic, philosophy, and science. And all this high-minded bullshit before this, even though it was completely ridiculous. Um, and now so. it's just a fucking dumbass 80s slasher movie. Don't tell otherwise. Garbage. Lee. What? I know it's your favorite one, though. What, Alien? Alien 3. Alien 3? You want to know, you want me to talk about Alien 3? Are you, what's happening right now? Just trying to think about stuff. No. <laughs> you, were just, you were like out of it for a second. You were like, talk about your favorite movie. <laughs> Alien 3. Well, okay. I'll talk about Alien 3, all right. We're never gonna. We're never going to watch Alien 3. No, you're, you already told me the whole plot. It sounds ridiculous. And I do not like it. No, because it sounds dumb as shit. Like, the whole point of Aliens is, like, this little girl, it's all this trauma, and they're like, she's dead. Oh, right, yeah, yes. Wait, what? I yeah, forgot to dead. mention that while on Suffocated, the... Suffocated. Uh, she's a shriveled up little grape lady. <laughs> yep. <laughs> You're just like... It's horrific. <laughs> yeah, in the... Uh, I forgot to mention that in Aliens, while uh, Ripley is... And, and then Ripley's uh, okay with it, like, ten minutes later in, like, Aliens. They're like, it's like, I don't even remember that little girl. That little girl that she was, like, went yes. back for... In Aliens, and was like, if I'm not back, leave me. It's worth it for the little girl. Yes. And mute. when she first thought the little girl was dead, immediately like, broke down into tears and fell to her knees. <laughs> no, when she sees her shriveled up corpse, I'm sure it's like, like, oh, and then 10 minutes later, ah, I could use a cheeseburger. <laughs> it's like well, it's, one of those kind of scenarios. I hate that. When they kill off someone from a previous movie in the beginning of a new movie, but then it's like, they're just like never mentioned again. You're like, I just like, right? Why yes. would you like? How? 
So it has to be tied in. I, sh- I forgot to mention uh, Newt, uh, the little Newt. girl, the little girl that uh, the only survivor, the only survivor of the colony that Ripley finds, and Ripley is also. I don't know if it was revealed in this version or in the director's cut that Ripley had a daughter, um, but now that it's 57 years later, her daughter's dead. Um, so, uh, I don't like, think they ever mentioned that. So that's why I think it was a little weird Like in this cut, the theatrical version, which is what we watched, like she latches on to Newt so hard, but with that director's cut, I think that does probably provide a little bit more context. Did the daughter like die of old age, or is it an accident? Um, might have been old age. Because fifty-seven years isn't that long. Like she could have still been alive. That could have had cancer, some kind of cancer, or some shit. Sad. Yes. Um, maybe the corporation killed her. Mm-hmm. Um, shut up! Shut everyone up about it. Yeah. But, um, anyways, so, yeah, uh, Ripley basically adopts Newt, and they have this really, it's a, like, it's the heart of the movie, basically. Yeah. Their, uh, their bond. Um, and it, it's very, it's well-developed, too. Um, Ripley just, and it, it just makes sense that Ripley would kind of have, like, those motherly instincts. Um. It would be. She's a strong female character, but you know she's all she knows how to kind of turn it off around children. But at the same time, she doesn't like kind of sugarcoat no the situation either. And Newt isn't just some dumb like little girl. No, she was surviving she, on this space station by herself tough. for like three yeah. days, hiding from the aliens while she heard the re- last few humans get slaughtered. Her family, her entire family, got kids, it. little brothers, old, like brothers that were only a little few years older than her, children, all her friends, mm-hmm. slaughtered, and then just hearing them like, uh, yeah. and then like have their chest burst. And then there's a point where the aliens take Newt. Mm-hmm. Uh, to the the nest layer for her to get face hugged, uh, so she could be impregnated. Um, Ripley literally goes like into the, basically like this sort of like into hell, where all these like aliens are hiding in like corners and shit. And this is where she meets the alien queen, um, which is a really cool special effect if you don't look at it for too long. <laughs> <laughs> um, because you start seeing the seams there's and the points where it kind of looks like a big marionette puppet. I'm sure, um, but it is a really it is cool that they actually like built a full sized puppet. It um, it's like a big dinosaur. You know, if you know any, if you know anything about aliens, you've probably seen. Everyone has probably seen at least a picture. A, like a moment from Alien or Aliens. You've seen what the Alien Queen And it's cool like. that they made her big because then you can have the big-ass mech battle. Oh, at the very end. Yeah, that's so awesome. It's like an iconic scene. Yeah, so there's and like... this movie has tons of iconic scenes, but... Yeah. And so in Alien 3, and she also bonds with the... Not quite the leader of the, the, the squad. The guy who was like the only one left who could lead them. The highest ranking soldier left. And the most competent got and smartest. Smartest guy out of all of them. Because he, he's just dead. Because you were like, man, why don't they just nuke the planet? And then right as you said that, he was like, all right, 
let's get out of here. We're going to fucking nuke this planet. <laughs> and you're like, oh. Oh, there are smart characters in this movie. Yeah, because it's like, oh, there's thousands of aliens? Nuke it. <laughs> I mean, that is the smart thing to do. Vaporize this fucking but, parasite. But James Cameron being a good filmmaker, knowing that, okay, well, we can't just have that happen because that would just eliminate all the tension. There'd be no movie. <laughs> so he has something happen where they can't get off the planet. So they have to use their you know, ingenuity and all that. And like you see her bond, Ripley's bond with his character. Um, I don't know if it's even really a romantic bond. It almost just seems like they're going to be friends. Um, which I guess I don't know. It's kind of progressive or whatever. He got like hit over the head before he could. And yes, and yeah, she ends up saving the day. But bringing it back to Alien Three. <laughs> Uh, they crash land, apparently a facehugger gets onto the ship that they're, uh, they're flying on, uh, breaks into one of, like, the pods or whatever, and then the ship crashes onto a prison planet, and Newt and Hicks and the robot, which got ripped in half, gets ripped in half at the very end, uh, die course and they you you see their bodies they're all shriveled up and it just feels like a big fuck you to anybody who liked aliens it's like why yeah like we like those characters it's not it's like it's not like, like we even didn't like those characters they were really yeah they were they were good characters he's like her and, and it just family. feels like such an it that whole movie is just a miserable experience from start to finish it's boring like nothing happens in it until like I don't know forty five minutes in, when the alien finally starts like it's attacking chilling. people. There's one real cool. There is one cool death where a guy like the alien like kind of runs past a guy, and there's like a spinning fan. He's like hiding in a tunnel or some shit. He like runs past the guy. He like rolls into the fan and just like gets obliterated. Uh-huh. <laughs> It's like, ah, oh, okay. That was stupid, but I guess that was kind of cool. It was really, like, gory, I guess. And this prison planet doesn't have guards. It's just a planet they dump people on, right? There's guards and, like, a warden or whatever. But, you know, they're kind of corrupt or whatever, they I guess. They don't care if the, the prisoners are going missing. And Ripley almost gets assaulted. And it's really just, and a man, a man has to come in and save her. It's like this is like the opposite of what James Cameron was going for. So it wasn't the same director, obviously. It was not James Cameron. It was David Fincher, who would later go on to make much better films, like <laughs> Seven, and Fight Club, mm. and Zodiac, and The Social Network. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You liked Fight Club. Mm. <laughs> Um, but uh, he's also disowned Alien 3. He refuses to talk about it because the making of that movie was a clusterfuck. It sounds stupid. It sounds like it's one of those things where you're like, the series ends for me in the second one. Basically, yeah. And then I'll talk a little bit about the fourth one, Alien Resurrection. You probably have, you probably have no idea what that is, nope. do you? So, spoiler alert for uh, Alien 3... 
Ripley dies, of course. This is a miserable nightmare movie. <laughs> miserable nightmare movie. Um, she. But then they clone her, don't they? Yes, that is. That's the, the only thing I know for the next one. That is the plot of the fourth one. There's a clone of Ripley running around. She's really good at basketball. There's, <laughs> there's a, a ridiculous scene where Ron Perlman, who would eventually play Hellboy, um, he. He did, they didn't even have to put like that much makeup on him. He's always looked like that. He's this big ape face. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's a big square head. <laughs> he's literally Stonehenge. <laughs> he's he's dribbling a basketball. He's like this mercenary guy. Um, like he's his character from Blade. Blade <laughs> oh yeah, Blade Two, uh, <laughs> which is also directed by Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, who, I love Blade Two. Um, so yeah, it, he's. In the spaceship gymnasium, dribble at a basketball. The clone Ripley comes up. She's all sexy and like uh, she <laughs> takes the basketball from him, shows him his, her sick moves, and then she does that thing where she like tosses the ball over her shoulder and she doesn't look at it and it goes into the hoop. Cool guys, don't look at explosions. It's a type of moment like that, yeah. Set with a basketball. And WNBA. <laughs> and um, there's a weird, like, hybrid human alien that comes in at the end that Ripley calls, like, oh, come here, my child. And then she kills it by, like, oh, punch- yeah. punching I a s- hole in the, like, airlock or whatever. <laughs> And it just gets obliterated, and it's so ridiculous. It's getting just, like, sucked out. It takes forever to die. It's like, oh, it's like, how much of your insides do you have? That whole movie, like, that movie is so she, like, kisses it, over the she? top. Yeah. Because like, it's like, oh, it's like my child. And it kills the alien queen. They clone, like, the alien queen or some shit, too. I guess all the aliens are, like, well, Why clone Ripley? I don't know. And then there's like there's a fucked up scene where they walk into a room where there's reject clones of Ripley and there's one on the, there's a it's a famous scene I think too where there's one on a table it's all kill me. Kill me and they flamethrow it and it's like you could have killed it. In a much less painful way. That just burns to death. <laughs> it's like, why? <laughs> and you can hear it screaming. Like, you can explain aliens because it's like, oh, she has experience. She knows the planet. Like the In this she movie, she like, has, like, she's Let's part alien. Yeah. They spliced her DNA with but alien like, DNA. Is it like so far in the future they've made a mythology of Ripley? No, it's like the company is, like, they finally got their hands on the alien. Which I guess you know that's an so interesting like, let's idea. Let's clone Ripley and ask her about it. Let's put and let's also put alien DNA in her. And let's make a bunch of them. Yeah. Well, no, I think they like captured them somehow. Finally, after all these years, is what they've been wanting to do. Like this whole franchise, right? They're not even meant. I don't even think they're even mentioned in the in the third one. Oh wait, no, 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 no. They come in at the end, and. uh the guy who plays the robot, Bishop, in Aliens, mm. uh, also plays the head of the corporation. 
So the robot, I guess, is based off of his image. Hmm. And it's really stupid. Because <laughs> they all come in at the end and it's like, you have the alien inside of you. Just let us have it. It's like, it's literally just going to kill her. You're going to have it in just a second, but she throws herself into like a fire pit at the end so that they can't get it. So how did they salvage her fucking body if her body is just melted? They featured it. They just like sucked her DNA fragments out of the lava or whatever? <laughs> yes. Or the molten, I don't know. The series really does go downhill after Aliens. We've barely been talking about Aliens. Well, it's, it's a very simple movie. It is. It's I mean, a, there's some great characters. I yes. like uh, the Marines who survived the initial onslaught. The like, one funny dude. Yeah. You think he's kind of be going to be kind of an asshole, and he is. Bill Paxton. But then in the end, he's like a pretty good guy and sacrifices himself. Well, he doesn't really sacrifice himself. But he's fighting. But he like he goes out fighting. Yeah. And he's, like, holding them off so they can escape. Yeah. And then uh, Vasquez. Yes. Uh, the Mexican girl. Not... Who has one of the coolest moments in this moment for me, which is when they first, like, just start shooting the aliens with their dumbass machine guns. Uh, she's just like, let's rock! I'm like, fuck yeah! And she has, like, one of the big minigun ones. Yeah, stupid-ass... It's they really, really just tear through the aliens like they're made of paper. It's wonderful, and there's that great shot when they're uh, when they finally when they get into the like little transport thing. And there's an alien trying to get in, and Hicks is like he has his fucking shotgun. He's like, eat this, God, yeah, it's so fucking cool. That's what makes the third one even that sadder. Because yeah, he's a cool. You go from a cool action. Higgs, I uh, think they were they were trying to like up sad body. Just, I think they were trying to like bring the um bring it back to its roots Ripley, or something. And then you just bring the clone in, and the clone is not the Ripley that we know. It's yeah, she's, she's a compl- she is now. she's a completely different character. So she doesn't have any of the past experience. It's just she's like she has like this icy like bitchy demeanor through this whole thing. Like, she's going to, like, stab everybody in the back or something. But she doesn't. It's she really doesn't. weird. Like, you think she's going to be evil or something. But because she's a clone, she doesn't really have any, like, that much drive. I guess not. She's kind of lost. Like, she's just as robotic as the actual android that's in that movie, who's played by Winona Ryder. Winona Ryder's in that movie, too. And then there's, there's a shocking twist, like, where she gets shot by, like, one of the bad guys, but then she comes back, and it's like, oh, she was a robot! <laughs> was she, though? I mean, it is Winona Ryder, or so... was she a clone? No, she was a robot, because she has the milk. The milk blood. <laughs> um... Game over, man. Game over. <laughs> yeah. That's a you know, that's a class that's an iconic line. There's a lot of really great quotes in this movie. I mean it's an iconic eighties movie. 
It is. It's, uh, a, it's a great example of uh, an '80s action movie. Mm-hmm. It's one of the one of the best. Big machine guns, just uh, the yeah. the Marines really just like their armor looks ridiculous. It's like yeah, it does. Tiny a little bit. shoulder pads. But I mean, I don't know. Maybe that's just like budget. Probably. And at the end, I don't know. They're everybody's concept of. Nobody thought that the military was going to get that advanced um, at the time. I don't think anybody really knew. Some say this movie is actually a uh, response to, like, Vietnam. Uh, that, you know, the the Marines, they come in, they're all cocky. Like, ah, uh, you know, it's going to be... out of here. It's gonna be, yeah, it's going to be a bug hunt. You know, it's a prim- like a primitive em- enemy. But then they get... You know they're surprised when uh, they're actually like kind of outnumbered and out resourced even a little bit, um, and they kind of get you know a little bit of a bloody nose. So it's kind—I mean, it's kind of interesting to look at it that way. It's not like a—I don't think it's a metaphor for Vietnam, but no. I—you can definitely say that. It might have been on James Cameron's mind a little bit. He is kind of a... He is a little political. You know, he's definitely kind of a lefty environmentalist. He loves the ocean. This movie doesn't have any of that stuff. Uh, Although Terminator doesn't either. What am I talking about? But, I mean, I, I don't know. I just associate him with his love of the ocean. I mean, even, like, this new Avatar movie has that as a big part of it. It's mm. called The Way of Water. Mm. And it was shot mostly underwater, I guess. Which yeah, is kinda James cool. Cameron's all about like being trying to make it as real as possible. Mm-hmm. With whatever like uh era technology has. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's why that's why I feel like movies always look better by each one. Yeah, that's why I feel like Terminator still holds up. This movie still holds up. They holds up when you put it in the context of the year it came out in. So I'm unreleased, a big budget movie, and it looked like that. You that's what I, yes, that's you. what I mean. Is it? Yes. Is it? I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, yeah, they still look, they're still really well-made movies for their time. Yeah, of course. I mean, it's James Cameron. He's one of the best. He's definitely the best action Filmmaker, and they give them budgets. Well, now, like, I feel like these Avatar movies are sort of self-funded. Kinda. Like he has that much money. It's like a self-perpetuating like machine. Exactly. He's making, I think, and everyone has two to more? see it because it's like it costs a billion to make, and it's like, and it has like the most advanced special effects. And so how's he gonna like make the next one even crazier? I don't know. I really don't know. It's almost why he waits years to release them so the technology can be a little more advanced. So it's like he's like, I don't want to release the next one. It's like, well, if you looked like the flowers were actually a little brighter because the flower technology looked better, but everything else was basically the same. Because <laughs> it was only a year later. So we're going to have to wait like... He's like 70 years old. He can't be waiting 13 years I know, he wants between to make, each movie. He wants to make another two or three of these. Yeah, I think he wants to make at least two more. That's ridiculous. So that's going to be four Avatar movies. 
I should have rewatched the uh, first one before we. Uh, you should have. I saw it in theaters. I invited you. Did you? I might have been doing something. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Should have canceled those plans. Sure. Yeah, yeah. For Avatar. But I remember. I remember a good chunk of it. No. I'll admit, Avatar is not like my favorite James Cameron movie. Disgusting. But. It's not like some people say, "Oh, it's terrible," you know. It's, uh, but it's like, no, it's not terrible. Yeah. It's 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 perfectly fine. It's definitely a movie that's like bigger on like visual appeal than the story. Yeah, that's why I'm excited to see this one, next new one in theaters. Well, I saw both theaters finally, but yeah, you saw the re-release. Yeah. I saw Avatar in theaters when it first came out. And now that it was even better looking. He remastered it. Mm-hmm. And I saw it in 3D. You pull the George Lucas? No. Well. I'm just kidding. Well, the special editions of Star Wars do not look better. Fan Menace does. Oh, with the CGI Yoda instead of the terrible mm-hmm. puppet Yoda. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I mean, it's... Bad CGI, bad puppetry, whatever. Nobody was trying. Mm-hmm. You are a menace. A phantom menace. Um, yeah, Podcast I mean, canceled. This is another one of those episodes where uh, I picked another movie where it's it's pretty simple. It's more about the director than anything. Yeah. And the franchise. We talked a little bit about the other movies. Yes. I'm surprised there was never an alien show. It is very interesting. Uh, There was was a toy line inspired by this movie that I always assumed was, like, connected to, like, an Aliens animated series. Um... But no, there is no Aliens animated series. No, it's uh, toys. There's a video game that was pretty popular. Yep. But it's not like an action video game. It's more of a horror video game because you're hiding from the alien. And then they did a crossover in the comics with Predator, the Alien yeah. versus Predator. And then eventually we got the movie. And they've kind of tied those Predator. two universes together. Yeah, uh, Predator 2 actually made the first connection. It was kind of. It was actually set up at the end of. Have you ever seen Predator Two? Yeah. With Danny Glover. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah at the end of uh, Predator Two. You um, see the skull of an alien. On the big wall, yeah, in the Trophies. spaceship, yeah, and then they give him like a an old, old pistol like, of pistol. someone they probably killed. Yeah. Like a human guy they hunted. Yeah. Yeah. Predator Two is okay. Where he's, he's in the city. I like Predator 2. It's fine. There's a... What? Getting too old with this shit. Yeah, he says... <laughs> he's literally the same character from Lethal Weapon. He is. It's beautiful. It's so funny. I love it. <laughs> and then, like, wasn't Gary Busey the villain in Lethal Weapon, the first one? Because Gary Busey's also in Predator 2. Yeah, but he's like the scientist. He's like the lead, like military guy, and he dies like one of the weirdest deaths. He gets like the top part of his body 
like chopped off or something. Or no, he gets like hit with the Predator's like new spin blade weapon that's introduced in that movie. And then like the top part of his body like gets cut, but his legs are like still standing. I don't know. It was always it always looked really weird. It's been a long time since I seen that movie. I remember the scene though in the beginning when they're at like the police are having like a shootout. With yeah, like the cartels, the Chinese, of, like gang or something, and then all no, it's like the cartels or something. Something, and then all of a sudden it goes silent. They hear screams and shooting from inside. Mm-hmm. And they go in there, all the cartel members are dead, and they're all like strung up and shit. It's Pretty like how to do this in like a second. Yeah, uh, Predator Two's okay. <laughs> There's that I know there's the there's one like kind of cool scene like on a train. Bill Paxton's in that movie too. Playing basically the same character he plays in this one except as a cop. Stop falling asleep. Well, Bill Paxton. <laughs> Bill Paxton, may he rest in peace. Yeah. You don't even know who I'm talking about. <laughs> do you? I know the name. He is the sh- the shit talker in this movie. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Game over, man. It's game, game over, over, man. Uh, I hated his character at first, and then I grew to like him. That's good movie making. Is no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so well, yeah. I guess we got to do a little questions. Questions. Questions for Lee. Questions for, for Lee. We got some questions. We're still doing this segment? Yeah, of course. <laughs> we got questions for Lee. Lee. Yes. What was the movie Alien? Okay. Um, what was the movie Alien? <laughs> when did you... Is this a childhood movie for Lee? Is this a dad movie? No, because my... My dad, honestly, wasn't really a big fan of these movies. But... uh, <laughs> Weirdly enough, like, he... He always kind of had a fondness, at least for the first one, because you'd always tell me this dumb, not even a story, but this thing. Like, (laughs) he had a friend who had a car, and uh, when he uh, saw Alien when it came out, uh, he really liked it, so he called his car the Nostromo, which is the name of the ship in Alien. It's funny. Um, but my dad was never really a big fan of these movies. He's not a big horror movie guy or a big gore movie guy, and these movies are pretty heavy on violence for the most part. Yes. Um. So, I, uh, you know, I watched Alien and Aliens by myself. I didn't watch Aliens uh, until maybe a few years after I had watched Alien. Alien, I don't, you know, Alien was a movie I saw when I was really young. Because that's, I don't know, that's the one that it was always on the most, for some reason. Even though Aliens was more popular when it came out. Um, but, uh, I was probably maybe like, maybe in my 20s. Sheesh. When I first saw Aliens. I thought for sure that would have been a childhood movie for Lee. No, Alien was. But not aliens. I disagree with that. You have to do it the opposite now. Go back and change time. 
All right, I'll go ahead and do that. Thank you. Um, I don't have any questions for this movie. That was I want I want to know that one. Uh, what's your favorite uh, aspects of this movie? Um. Uh, well, I just I love the action. Um. I love just kind of simple action with just gunplay yeah, and you know explosions and stuff like that. I don't need a bunch of CGI and hyper fast paced editing and all that. Michael Bay. Uh, the worst action director ever. You just described him explosions. Hyper fast paced editing. He does it wrong. Like, I can tell what's happening in this movie. I don't want to be able to tell what's happening. I want to see just a cloud of smoke. And the camera just shaking, oh and I was like, God. I'm going to throw oh up. Oh, my God. I have no legs. I have no legs. Optimus. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I just I feel like uh, James Cameron was just one of the best action directors of all time. Uh, it's really crisp, uh, just simple, uh, lots of shooting. Um, and the fact that, you know, you care about these characters, um, they're not the deepest, most complex characters ever, but, um, uh, you know, you I, I like most of these Marine characters. I like the guy who initially is like, well, this is like my second mission <laughs> and he's like the guy who's put in charge um stop falling asleep it's how i live my prerogative it's my You're, gender it's, it's i sleep. identify as sleep okay um you know there's that guy who like we initially like you know he's not you think he's just gonna fuck everything up he's just gonna be like a stooge but he ends up sacrificing himself at the end with trying Vasquez. to redeem himself yeah um and you know yeah you got Bill Paxson's character who also kind of starts off as a dick um but we uh we learn to like him well and of course you know Ripley is just one of the best characters period one, one of the, the best, best action female. heroes Action heroes and action heroes in general. That's what I just said. Just one of the best action heroes. No, no, no. You were like, I want to make it clear. Only in female. I was like, Lee. We don't do do that around here. No. (laughs) Well, then, I mean, you just talk so much praise about this movie this whole time. This might be a little hard, though. What's your biggest complaint? What's some problems you got with it? Well, actually, it's, it's not. It's not. The hardest thing, actually. <laughs> there are some things that I can kind of criticize. They don't ruin the movie for me. But uh, one thing is that, uh, yes, it does seem like it's a little easy to kill the aliens in this one. Yeah, they like, like fall apart like paper mache. Like they're the threat is a little diminished. That's why they have to like get rid of all their ammo. Otherwise, exactly, they're like, yeah. oh, they would just slaughter the aliens and it wouldn't even be a problem. Exactly. And, you know, he, he comes up with a good reason to take the ammo away. 
But it's also like, how were they not told that it's a giant nuclear facility? Whatever. <laughs> um. Yeah, so, yeah, it's like the aliens are a little weak in this. And I feel like the costumes, the more we see of them, we can kind of tell that, like, they're just guys in suits. The first one, like, with one alien, you can kind of shoot around that. Uh, Ridley Ridley Scott, the director of that movie, um, didn't want to make just a guy in a rubber suit monster movie. You know, so he kind of shoots around it. He shoots it cleverly. He keeps it in shadow a lot of the time. Um, He uh, shoots it with weird, like, close-up angles where you can't even really tell where it, like what it is or what it looks like a lot of the time. There's only a couple moments where it looks like a guy in a suit. Hmm. Um, in this movie, though, like the aliens have a lot of like harsh light put on them, so we kind of see, see them a little bit more clearly. We can see the seams of the costumes a little bit more. Um, the movement, it just feels a little too human-like. Um, and then uh, I kind of mentioned it earlier about the alien queen. Um, there's points where the alien queen looks like a big puppet. And like its arms are just kind of flopping around. And it looks like it's being moved on a crane. Um Especially towards like the the end with the end fight scene, yeah, because the mech is yeah. kind of made out of cardboard too. But I love but that. It's a thing. cool scene. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. Like, it's just like, and it's got no guns or weapons, so it's just I'm gonna punch you to death. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's yeah, it's fucking awesome. Get away from her, you bitch. Um, I'll see you in two movies. <laughs> well, my clone will, and my clone will fight your clone. They don't even fight. They just make love? No, the weird alien-human-baby hybrid murders the queen. Just rips its head off. Then Ripley kills it for some reason. Because it's too dangerous. I don't know. <laughs> Awful. Awful. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess... I guess my criticisms actually lie with the special effects. A little bit. It's kind of surprising on Lee's part. Let me tell you that. Let me tell you that. Well, Lee, then uh, let's get it. What's your final rating? Well, Aliens is a movie that when I actually first watched it, I did not love it. This is a movie that I I kind of had to watch like a couple of times to really appreciate like it. appreciate it. Um, I'm and I'm more of a fan of James Cameron now um, because I just. Uh, I just uh, I just love his ambition and just the way he approaches movies. He's gonna do uh, it. He goes he he goes hard. You know. He he's he's almost he's almost kind of like one of those directors that I mentioned during uh the Dirty Harry episode where he's almost not quite like an artist. He's just a really great filmmaker. He's just 
That's his career. He's good at making the whole process. He he knows the filmmaking process. He knows how to put a movie together. Because his movies aren't, like, spectacularly filmed. I mean, you know, Avatar, I guess, is probably his most stylized movie. I guess these movies are more, like, have an emphasis more on, like, style and visuals and stuff like that. But... Like, a movie like this, like, I won't say it's flat. It is well-directed. Um, and it is w- well-shot. Like, it's definitely shot professionally. Um, and not bl- and not blandly. But there's nothing, like, too show-off-y about it. it it's just, it's competent. It's super competent. Yeah. Um... Nothing spectacular, but everything is in focus, and it's it's just top of the line filmmaking. And he knows how to use utilize special effects, even though I had a, you know some criticisms about them. Um, they don't take away too much because he's also a pretty good writer because he wrote the script for this too. He wrote yeah. Terminator. He's like an action movie auteur. Seems like it. Um. So, I mean, yeah, I'm just, I've really grown to appreciate him. Uh, I used to not really like Titanic, but now I really do. <laughs> That's funny. Because um, I mean, it's a quality film. Yeah. The effects are spectacular. The story actually isn't terrible. I don't hate the romance. Because they're sad, and you love sad. Well, I mean, yeah, it would be kind of ridiculous if they both survived. The Titanic was a really horrifically tragic event. Yeah, how dare there be one happy moment out of it all? She lives; it's fine. She lives the life that uh, Jack wanted her to live, so that's cool. She throws the heart of the ocean into the into the water. I want you to live a sad fart life, Lee. Cool. I'm just kidding. Now, give me a rating, God darn it. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna give this movie a nine out of ten. A twelve, a twelve, damn, nine out of ten, goddamn. Um, uh, I liked it. It was a good movie. Um, I thought it was it was a lot less horror than I thought it was supposed to be. Yeah, that's the interesting about this. The interesting thing about this movie is that it's completely different from the first one. Yeah, the first one's a lot more like jump scary. It's a horror movie. Even though this, it's style. more of a horror movie than it is a sci-fi movie. Yeah, this honestly, is an action horror movie with the real emphasis on the action part. That's why they're so yes. easy to kill. Yeah, it takes a little bit of the scare factor away when you can just paper mache shoot them. Which is maybe why this movie might have been like bigger than the first one. Yeah, because. It's just a bigger. Uh, you have a bigger audience you can get, even though this movie is still rated R. Yeah, I mean, it's still fucking violent. Um, I would give this movie a good seven out of ten because okay. I still liked it. I enjoyed it. I really like Ripley. Um, Ripley. <laughs> Ripley's believe it or not. Um, but there's some stuff that I just thought was kind of stupid and. <laughs> that's just been you this whole episode. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I'm sleeping. <laughs> it's kind of just how I felt about. It's not that I like. That's how I felt about this movie. It's just not yeah. much to say about it. Not really. It's just yeah, I liked it. Wasn't very controversial. <laughs> Didn't end like like if you just ignore the next movie, it doesn't end sad or anything. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of sad things happen, but I mean, whatever. Sad doesn't even really matter that much anymore to me in movies. You've killed me. Good. Beating you down. I gotta show you more uh, That's My Boy type movies. Oh, God. Beat you down so you start laughing at him. <laughs> Legit laughter. Um, but yeah, um, I think that's gonna be it, kind of ra- wrapping it up for this podcast. Uh, next week is my film. We will be watching. Um, I was like, ooh, ah, ooh, ooh, it's episode 99. Uh, we got a special thing for episode 100. We'll talk about it next week. So, look forward to that. so I kind of wanted to like, this is going to be my last movie for the season. And the last movie before episode 100, I'm like, okay, it's kind of got to be a little more than just, here's eight simple kisses or something. Like, <laughs> just like, like just some, just some, like, very, like, rami, commie, bomby. Like, I wanted something a little more serious. Um, so, which I chose, that's my way. No. Um, so I was like, <sighs> digging a little deeper. And then, we had recently seen another movie, and I was just like, <sighs> "The Whale." Yeah, and like during that, it kind of just reminded me of another movie I had watched, the movie that I picked for next week, uh, Lars and a re- and the Real Girl. Um, this is a random movie I saw years and years ago when I was in my romance kick. Um, I'm surprised. But it was just randomly on Netflix, and it's just, I was like, what the fuck is this? Ryan Gosling's kind of fat in it. Um, I think it's his best movie, like his best acting in a movie. He's a good actor. Um, But yeah, that's what we'll be watching next week. Uh, We kind of hope you look forward to that. Um, And then after that, episode 100, something special. Look out for it. Look out for it. More announcements to come next week. It's going to be, I think it's, we think it's going to be a pretty fun little special thing. Yeah. Kind of a little good send off for 100 episodes. And then we get right into it. Episode 101, baby. Actually. Well, no, yes. We got BMI. Lee loves his BMI. But then we got episode 101, baby. But yes, we'll have episode four of BMI. So we're, Full four episodes of that finally, which is kind of crazy. Um, yeah. So you got a couple. We got a couple of cool things coming up these next few weeks. So let's all look forward to it. Uh, please hit that rate. Uh, please rate, review, and share the podcast. It really helps us out. We really could use some more ratings. We could use some more reviews. Um, share it to friends if you think they like movies. You know, we talk about them and we like them. Um, but we hope you enjoyed this episode. We hope you have a good, safe week, and we look forward to talking to you next week. How do I get out of this chicken shit podcast? That was...